Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Hour number two, John Mozeliak, Cardinals president of baseball operations, joins us at the bottom of the hour to talk about uh, taking the gloves off. Cam Jansen knew how to do that. Part of my garage happy hour on this past Thursday with Andy Strickland. They have a great uh, podcast. Cam and Strick podcast is very good. Check it out. But for the time being, we talked about the Blues, who were on the brink at the time we talked of making the playoffs. They have done so. The question that I pose to both of them is, can they advance? Can they make a run? Here's what they said. You know, here's why I think they can. First off, Jordan Bennington's playing his best hockey of the season right now. I mean, so, I mean, let's be honest. They're going to go as far as Jordan Bennington can take them. It's no different than Vegas. I mean, Vegas is going to go as far as Robin Leonard, Marc-Andre Fleury, whoever's in goal. I mean, Colorado's got some great players, but they weren't as good when, 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 when Grubauer is sidelined with COVID, right? And all of a sudden, they got to play Devin Dubnik and Johansson. All of a sudden, the mighty Colorado Avalanche aren't so mighty, right? It changes. Goaltending's everything. So we look at this season a little bit differently. Like, what if it was an 82-game season, and all of a sudden we're getting to game 50 and the Blues are catching their stride? Where would they be all of a sudden if we got to game 82? Would they catch Vegas? Would they catch Minnesota? Would they catch Colorado? Would they finish in second, third? Like, where would they be? You know, so, you know, the season's just going to end when they're playing their best hockey, and they've got a core group of players who have won, who are confident, who have swagger, who truly believe they're as good as anybody they go up against. They're going to be a little bit different defensively. Um, but to me, if, if they were to win in the first round, to me, it's not a shocking upset. It's an upset, but it's not a shocking upset when you consider the players they have on the roster. So, you know, can they do it? If they have to play Vegas, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say like, they're going to like lose in four or five. It's going to be an uphill battle. They're going to have to play their best hockey of the season to knock them out. It may take seven games to do so, but I think they have the personnel who can do it. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm putting money on it. But I truly believe they can. And if they can get out of the first round, then we all know anything's possible. So uh, it's going to be interesting, man. Vegas is a hell of a hockey team. If they're able to hang on and win the division and, if, and, and the Blues end up facing them, um, that's going to be an unbelievable series. If you love the game of hockey, man, you're going to want to tune in for that one. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. Cam, what do you think? Look, in the pandemic world, anything can happen, man. Who knows what could happen? Do they have the – are they top to bottom better in Vegas? Probably not. But, again, Jordan Bennington, he's a winner. Like, he's a winner. If you're a winner, you know, and he's a recent winner, he could stand on his head. But Marc-Andre Fleury's a winner, too. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. They were really bad for a while there. You, it was like a turnoff. Like, you couldn't even – there was a couple months where you couldn't – I was like, oh, gosh. Like, it, they just were just bad. You could see in Baruby's eyes afterwards. But then they started figuring it out, and we've seen this before. So, look, again, anything could happen. Um, it would be a rock'em, sock'em uh, uh, playoff, uh, playoff series against Reaver and in Vegas. So, I, I don't know, man. It's interesting. This is a weird year. That's the bottom line. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they need Andy <coughs> – uh, someone to step up and become, you know, play their best hockey now. Vladimir Tarasenko comes to mind if he's healthy uh, to, to come alive and, and do something like that. You know, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if Laddie is capable of doing that right now. Um, you know, I mean, he, he he's missed a lot of hockey. You know, from May of 2019 till March of 2021, this guy played four games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a lot of hockey. <coughs> and Excuse he's been a long a – lo- well, you stop coughing in my sorry, ear. Man, you I'm that- sorry, man. I'm sorry. You're lucky I, I finished my last sentence. You it's messed hurt. up. It's, Andy, it's hurty. <laughs> you messed up my thought. Go. I, had a, I was going to make some Jesus sense there. Christ. No, so, so Tarasenko, he's played, what, four games in the last uh, – Yeah. I mean, you know, from that time period. So I didn't expect him to come back and just, like, tear it up. I've never seen Tarasenko play where he doesn't have the highest level of confidence of anybody on the ice where he knew he could change a game, he could flip his wrist, and all of a sudden he's going bar down. And, you know, all of a sudden scoring isn't easy for him. Now he's dealing with another injury right now. It's not a long-term situation, but it's a uh, it's a nagging injury. And, you know, it's going to be up to the coaching staff to get a good read on, on Tarasenko, where he's at. And if he's not going, are they willing to make the necessary change in an effort to give the Blues the best chance to win? Meaning... If he's not 100%, if he's not feeling it offensively, you can still put him on the power play. Let him stand in front of the net. Let Hoffman take one-timers the way he's been playing as of late. By the way, I'm a, I'm a fan of take Mike Sharon, Hoffman. He's been unreal. I, I'm a fan of Mike Hoffman. We can talk about that. But, you know, uh, Tarasenko's good in front of the net, actually. You know, he had power play points in back-to-back games just prior to him going down with the injury. And, you know, was starting to maybe look a little bit comfortable there. But if he's not going, and you have to bump up a guy like Sammy Blair or whatever, and put him there with Schwartz and Bozak, then you gotta you gotta be willing to do that, even though it may make a little uh, you know make some people a little bit uncomfortable. But maybe Tarasenko's gonna catch fire. You know, maybe all of a sudden he's gonna be a guy who's gonna be a difference maker in that playoff series. But he's gotta be healthy, and I and I kind of believe that he may need a full off season to train, which he hasn't had to get his body where he needs to be from a strength standpoint and and get his shot back to where it needs to be, get his feet back underneath him where he has that separation ability, gets that explosiveness that we've seen from him in the past. Because mentally right now, Cam, you know how this is. When you're rehabbing an injury, I mean, as much as he has, you got to think that the, the majority of the issues that he might be dealing with are more mental than physical. Like oh, this guy dude. wants to, this guy wants to get through the season 
where he doesn't have to rehab all offseason. Yeah. And he doesn't have to have surgery. He doesn't have to spend time rehabbing. He can enjoy his time with his family and just focus on next season. So I, I, I kind of cut him a little bit of a break there. But at the same time, he's a world-class player, and it wouldn't surprise me if he did catch fire. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, back to Hoffman for a minute. I mean, Cam, it's been a while since we've seen a, a player like that on the power play. I mean, he parks it in that right face-off circle mm. and well, look out. Yeah, well, that it changes your dynamic of a team because you, when you walk into a game and you know their power play is unbelievable. Trust me, I had to get sat down a lot of times when you go into games like, Cam, don't stand on the box tonight. Like, watch your hits because they're deadly or whatever the case is. You, it just changes your mindset because you know – you're not only probably going to get scored on, somebody's going to get their foot blown up because they're getting shots through no matter what. Now, when you're watching Hoff, like he's open all the time, which is kind of weird. But when he's not, he'll make a seam pass to somebody who's wide open because everybody's like, oh, Hoffy, Hoffy, where you at? And then all of a sudden they kick it down to whoever, kick it in front, Vladdy or, you know, Perron, whoever the guy is, there's always an open seam when you have that much pressure on you. So is Hoff great five on five? Like right now, he's pretty good. He was kind of weird on a goal the other day, Andy. I, I, the, one of the goals, he was kind of floating on top, and it kind of went sideways yeah. against Anaheim. I think it was the second well, goal, if you know yeah. what I'm talking about. But so if he cleans that up a little bit, like he's a threat. He's yeah. doing all this with like 11 minutes, by the way. Playing. Let me say this though, Mike Hoffman can do things like pretty much 99% of the players in the league can't do. Like I was talking to a player about this the other day. You know how hard it is to, like, beat an NHL goaltender from that spot with a one-timer, like, routinely? Like, most guys can't, can't do that, you know? I mean, they just can't. And, like, I would put that up there with, you know, you look at all the other sports. What's the most difficult thing to do in baseball? Is it hitting a 100-mile-per-hour fastball, whatever? I don't know. Um, football, whatever. What's the, mo- what's the toughest thing? Like, to score from that spot where everyone in the building knows the puck's coming to you, that's why there's only three or four guys in the whole league who can do that. Like Ovechkin, maybe, Stamkos, Patrick Laine, maybe, Brad Marchand. Pasta. To an extent, pasta, yeah. yeah like, yeah. like no one can really do what he does. So, he's found a comfortable spot playing with Thomas and Cairo, two young kids who maybe put playing in their own end a little bit secondary. You know, obviously, Chief is always reminding them they got to take care of their own end. But these guys just want to go. They're free. They love playing offensive hockey. They love playing in transition. Mike Hoffman, to me, is the most underrated passer they have on the team. This guy makes unbelievable passes on the rush, seam passes. He weaves in and out of traffic. He's got way more speed than people realize. He's great with a puck on his stick. He's got unbelievable vision. Like, he's a hell of a hockey player. Is he great defensively? Probably not. But don't be shocked if all of a sudden this guy, like, shows up and scores some big goals in the playoffs, he was really good last year for Florida in the bubble. Scored some huge goals for them. Yeah, I hear that, and especially on the power play. I think he, uh, yeah, you know, was one of the best in the league then, and and looks at now, yeah. and it's yeah. not, he's not Brett Hall, but I'm just saying, like, it reminds me of Hall's role in the power play, and Hall always used to talk about finding open space to get to, like knowing where to be yeah. in the best position to make the next move and make something happen. And Hoffman does have that. Hey, you yeah. know what, Aki? Nobody's you know holy. What? No. I know, and you're right. But, Cam, you know what? He's holy in the sense that, and he's Ovi in the sense that every time he winds up for the one-timer and the puck comes to him, like, you anticipate something great is about to happen. Like, you think the puck is going in. Like, is he as good as those players? I mean, listen, we all know that, like, those guys are, like, generational, like – 
Right. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing it seven hundred times. Well, he's, he's on I mean, streak right now. Yeah. No, yeah, he, no, he's been doing no, it for the, a while. This guy has been doing it for a little while, but he—he's he, one of the best in the game at doing it now. Those those guys are some of the best in the history of the game ever in terms of scoring goals. Like they're incredible. So I, listen, I'm not going to put them in that category. Like you no. guys aren't either. But still, when he when the puck goes to him on the power play, I can't wait to see what happens. Like you anticipate something good is going to happen, and more often than not. That's what's happened. I think like he scored six of the Blues' last thirteen power play goals, and the la- the other seven goals have been scored by seven different players. Okay, so like he's like getting it done in a major way right now. He's good, man. I, I like he's, watching he, him play. He sets up for other other uh, options too. Like again, like yeah. he could he's he's a good passer. Which Andy said that he could he could fake that one T and have a one timer pass a Schwartzy on the back and back Cam. Play. Cam, he Just overpassed. Like I, did with Andy. I did with Andy the other day in the alumni game. He, he Cam- duffed it because he's weak. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, hey. curls, Andy. Get that wrist. I know. Hey, I'm trying. Hey, listen, he overpasses. Like, Hall, yeah. if you notice, yeah. if he scores early in the game, like, he, he's he's too unselfish. Like, shoot the puck. Yeah, shoot Hoff. it, dude. No one cares. Shoot it. And let those guys go get the rebound, you know? Come on, Hoff Daddy. They, those I, two force him to be good, too, by hey, the way. But they is he not you to move. Is he not a perfect fit with the young kids, though? Just mm-hmm. in terms of how he, like, approaches the game and how he wants to play? He's oh, just yeah. like, let's like, go. I'll go get the puck. I'll go get the puck, and I'll give yeah. it to you. Just get open. And don't even try to pass back to me. No. Just shoot it. Because he's, he's like 31, 32, whatever he is. 31, maybe. But he kind of, like... In his mind, he still thinks he's like 24, 25. He just like he just wants to score goals and just just play offense, you know. But I, I honestly listen. I, I thought coming into the season, Aki, I said the biggest question, and, and Cam will tell you, I said the biggest question mark with like, is he going to be able to like adapt and adjust to play under Craig Berube here with the Blues? Like, is he going to be able to do that? Because this is kind of who he's always been, and there's an adjustment going from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference. But he's done that. Like he struggled early on, but he he's made some adjustments, man. He's playing harder, and he's 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 a good player. He's been a good player for them the last couple of weeks. I think those are all big factors if the Blues are going to make a run. I think you can go back and and listen to what we just said. One of those, probably all those things, have to come th- to come true. But I think it's definitely possible. Uh, before we go, I want to make sure that we know where to find your podcast. So the Cam and Strick podcast is really good we talked about all the big guests that you've had some of them at least wayne gretzky of course comes to mind as the greatest to ever play who's been on the show uh but uh tell us about the show starting with strick and and kind of where you see this thing going i mean are you gonna now, now that you're starting this business are you trying to do you want to acquire the garage happy hour like do we want to talk about that Ooh. We we could talk about it. well Cam sure as hell doesn't know where to find it. I mean you're not you, you could ask him how to how people can go find it. He doesn't know. I mean so I bring the entertainment. Listen, I was like worried you were gonna ask Cam where to find the podcast because he he, he 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 thinks it's he thinks it's like in Eureka somewhere. Uh, it's like like a gas station in Eureka, you know. Yeah, so so people know it's a podcast, not video. right? It's a, it's a podcast. We, we we do some video stuff, but we have not. It's so funny, Aki, like you talk to some of these guys, like they're like relieved um, when they hear that it's not a Zoom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're like, well, okay, like I can actually walk around and like do this at the same time as opposed to like having to. Yeah, Aki, start. I'm going to get judged listen, for what I'm doing tonight and, on, on and, the video. And listen, and listen, like we ask like real questions. Like it's a different conversation than I think you're going to hear the majority of these guys what they've ever done and they thank us afterwards man they're like you know what 
That was unbelievable. I've never been asked those questions. I never had an opportunity to address this. I never knew I wanted to address it. It felt good to get it off my chest. And I think like staring at these guys through a computer and asking those probably wouldn't be the most comfortable thing to do. Yeah. But I think we'd still be willing to do it. But like I'll do we, it. We've had some of the, the biggest names in the history of the game. We've got some great shows coming up. You can get it obviously wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, you're gonna find it. And, you know, we've had a lot of success with it, but we have a lot of success because we have so much fun, man. It's not work. We truly enjoy it. We have a great time. We laugh a lot. We're loose. We are who we are. It's an opportunity to be ourselves. And I've always said this, uh, Aki, like, this is an opportunity, and it's a show for those who have been inside NHL dressing rooms and for those who have always wanted to be inside NHL dressing rooms. You're not going to stumble across it. You have to purposely go to it if you want to listen to it. It might be too hardcore for some people, but then you don't have to listen. But if you want to come into an NHL dressing room and, and kind of feel what these conversations are like, I think we bring that to you in an authentic, yeah. genuine way. That is Andy Strickland, the host, along with Cam Jansen of the Cam and Strick podcast. Love having them on, both of them with very strong KMOX ties. Andy Strickland started out here as an intern and then a producer. In fact, he produced this show, Sports on a Sunday Morning, and it has been a great friend of mine for a long time. And Cam Jansen, great friend, did a podcast with me called the Blues Game Day Podcast two years ago. It was a magical podcast. I mean, what can I say? We helped the team win the Stanley Cup. Now, I remember, though, uh, talking to him at the time we did this podcast every single game day. And I remember one of the things we said when the Blues started to get going in January after they hit rock bottom was they need to keep playing Jordan Bennington. Both of us were set on that and felt like if that happens, who knows? And they ended up winning the whole thing. Cam is so much fun uh, to be with. Now, again, this, as Andy said, just as a warning, I mean, this podcast is not for the faint of heart. I mean, it's not like some something that I would run on, on KMOX. Okay, well, I'll just put it that way. It's 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 going to be real and raw, and it, but it's really good. So just go to camandstrick.com, camandstrick.com, if you want to subscribe to their podcast. The former NHL enforcer, Cam Jansen, and longtime NHL reporter, Andy Strickland. They do have the best names in hockey, and if you are a hardcore hockey fan especially, you're going to like it. But I think sports fans and people who are interested in the sport will really like uh, the Cam and Strick podcast. Really good stuff there on the Blues as well. Appreciate that very much. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and set a few things up before we get to the bottom of the hour for John Mosellock. The Cardinals president of baseball operations is set to go with us on sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Hey, what I'd like to do after we talk to John Mosellock is take your phone calls at 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. We haven't done that in a while, but specifically, and you can ask a sports question if you want, but specifically I thought maybe a shout-out to your mom or a mom in your life that you'd like to recognize 
and have that mom listen in on KMOX. Everyone likes their, uh, you know, recognition. <laughs> There's no doubt. It's fun to have your name set on the air, and I'm sure mom would love it. Maybe a little extra special gift. We don't get the, that many opportunities to do something like that. So why don't we do that after John Moselock? And you can start calling in now if you want, uh, but we'll, we'll get them to you as soon as we can. We'll get you on as fast as we can. 314-436-7900. That's St. Louis, St. Louis County. Uh, outside the metro area, 1-800-925-1120. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. If you want to jump in and, and say hi to mom on sports on a Sunday morning, I think that'd be great. Happy Mother's Day. John Mozalock is next. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to the show. It's 1133. Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mozalock is with us. It's great to be talking to you. I feel like we haven't talked on the air for a little while. We've had a few early games. I uh, missed one weekend and Klaibs jumped in and did the show. So good to talk to you again, Mo. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Mike Schilt and I talked about it last hour, and I'd like to ask you some of the same. Uh, Moms are incredibly special, aren't they? And uh, what an amazing day it is to think about how much moms have contributed to our lives and continue to do so. Well, especially in this industry, because, you know, when you think about your playing days, even as an amateur, you're playing a lot. Moms are driving you to the ballpark, usually sitting through uh, maybe seven innings of not great baseball, but doing it with a smile and, uh, you know, always making things easier for you as a player. And then even as an adult working in this industry, I think about like what my wife has done, you know, being that, that, you know, sort of wearing two hats as a parent, you know, raising our kids. So it's, something uh, all of us um, in this industry are extremely grateful for our mothers and our wives because they really do a lot for our uh, for children and for us. No doubt. How about Wayno uh, saying uh, all that he did about uh, filling in for Jenny <laughs> during a tough time? That was pretty cool, wasn't it? And a neat thing uh, that the organization gave him the opportunity to be with family. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, there was some scary times. And, and, you know, when you have a big family, you're going to need to to help and pitch in. And and fortunately, um, we were in a position to to, um, help him do that. You know, obviously, being a starting pitcher, you have a little bit more flexibility than if you're an everyday player. And, and so, you know, when you look back at that, I mean, obviously, very fortunate that um, he could be there for his family. And he's your starting pitcher today as you go for the sweep at 115. Yachty and Wayno back together again. Last time they got together, Wayno went the distance. And it's really special to see what those two can do. And, boy, Yachty just picks up where he left off yesterday. hes I don't know how he does it, but uh, it, he looked pretty healthy to me. I, I would imagine uh, he looked pretty great to you. Well, I think in Yachty's case, it's all about preparation. Um, you know, we we use that word. We talk about it. And a lot of people, it, it sometimes just feels like it's just a word, but it's it's really about when you think about sustaining a career like he's had, it's all about how he prepares, um, it allows him to answer the bell day in and day out. And, you know, when you look at his work ethic and what 
you know, ultimately he'll be defined as it's always going to be for me how he prepared. And so even with the injury, getting himself back, he knows what he needed to do. He was laser focused on it. And uh, to your point, we welcomed him back, and it looked like he didn't miss a beat. You feel pretty good about your catching situation behind him, don't you? Andrew Kisner jumped in there and did a great job. He really did. And, uh, you know, in a time we were kind of wobbling a little bit on, on the pitching side. So just to see him, uh, um, you know, create that balance and, and, and really felt like um, pitchers threw to him with confidence. And that was, yeah, it was great to see. I think Kiz would tell you he wishes the bat got going a little bit, but, you know, he had a, a lot on his plate defensively, and I think he made the most of it. Yeah, he broke out of that 0 for 20 on Friday and uh, got himself going, and the Cardinals now have Yachty back. And then continuing on with catching, I mean, you have Sanchez, you have Heineman, Ivan uh, Herrera off to a nice start, isn't he, down to Springfield? Yeah, yep. Uh, you know, first off, it's just great to see our minor leagues going, right? Um, so I think we were all sort of thrilled to read game reports every day and, and just sort of knowing that that's, that's happening. Um, you know, clearly there was so much loss last year from a playing standpoint. It's just, you know, such a, a thrill that these guys are out going again and uh, it's encouraging. And Herrera's gotten off to a nice start and uh, that's great to see. Uh, who else? Gosh, I mean, I could go right down the line. We could spend the entire hour talking about the minor leagues, but it is exciting for sure. And, and Gary LaRock, I'm so happy for him. I mean, he has uh, all of these players now that he can evaluate as he's always done. And the Cardinals' great front office uh, continues to build this farm system. And I guess I would point to your number one prospect first, and that would be Matthew Libertor, according to all the prospect rankings. Nice uh, first start for him, jumps into AAA, and then 20-year-old goes six. Mo? Yeah, that was uh, good to see. I, I think that whole group that was up here at this alt camp was just so desperate for a real competition. And, you know, obviously uh, there's going to be some growing pains with, with these teams because, you know, we are one of the more younger minor league systems in baseball. But, you know, overall I feel like just getting playing again is, is the most important. And I think from like a strategic and, and like how to make these teams a little better, um, we'll worry about that a month from now. But right now just let people go out and play baseball. Nolan Gorman getting out there and playing some ball. How's he looking so far? You know, I think overall defensively, I've heard really good things about him. And I think from an offensive standpoint, you know, he's gotten off to a, maybe a slower start, but I've heard his swings look good. And, uh, you know, obviously really early on in this thing. And uh, so trying to make judgments or, or reflect on where they are, I think it's a little premature, but you know, overall, I feel like, again, just being able to go play a game is what's most important to this group. And hard to put, I guess, a timetable necessarily on Miles Michaelis, but sounds like we're getting close as he rehabs in Memphis. Mo, how's he looking? Well, now it's about, you know, get your pitch count up. And then also at some point you're going to want to see, like, you know, are you effective? So, you know, a couple hurdles still to cross, but, you know, overall, I feel like, you know, the one box you have to check is how do you feel? And he feels good. So then now we'll take those next two hurdles and see where we end up. But, you know, I could imagine at least a couple more rehab starts before we see him back here. And uh, I have not talked to you about Albert Pujols so I, I, off or on the air, but I, I do want to mention the fact that one of the greatest players of all time 
was designated for assignment. I don't know how much uh, can be said necessarily when a guy is on waivers, but I do want to play this for you. I know you've heard this, so this made a, a lot of, got a lot of attention. This is your superstar, Nolan Arenado. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Albert Pujols, I love you, man. You're one of the greatest to ever play this game, and I hope you get to go out the right way. And, uh, you know, you're just, I'm just a huge fan, and I hope you hear this one day because, you know, you're my favorite player. I was asked on KMOX what was my reaction when Albert Pujols was released by the Angels, and I said, sad. That was my first reaction because a player that great, I don't like when things end that way, but I'm not necessarily sure that it's ending that way. Um, we'll, we'll see. I know he wants to play. I hear that he wants to play. What was your reaction, Mo, to the Albert Pujols news? Um, a little surprised, I suppose. Um, just really not something I can comment on right now. Uh, clearly he is still under contract um, or under control by another team. So I, um, unfortunately I sort of have to awkwardly dance around this question, but um, yeah, I was surprised. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate of course, everything that you do on these Sunday mornings and certainly moving forward as the Cardinals try to go for a sweep today. What do you think about uh, the Cardinals uh, moving forward near the top of the division right now as they continue to, uh, play some good ball. I mean, it's early, but just overall, your feeling here as we've uh, checked the boxes here with a record of twenty and fourteen. Well, I think at any time of a season, you're 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 just looking to you know win series and and ultimately your goal is to win as many games as possible. And so you know over the last couple of weeks, we've been playing really good baseball. I think it started with um, getting much more consistent starting pitching. I think our everyday lineup is exciting. It's deep and. You know, obviously playing clean baseball is, is something that we have to see happen. And so I think the first couple of weeks of this season, we weren't, we weren't really playing what we're capable of doing. I think part of getting healthy also was helpful with getting Bader back. So, you know, I think when you, when you look at where we're at, um, especially coming off really like 17 straight games, you have to feel pretty good about how we've handled that run. Obviously, you'd like to get today, too, to, to um, finish off that run in, in a very positive way, get tomorrow off, which I think um, will be welcoming for a lot of us, and then ultimately uh, uh, back on the road in Milwaukee. So, you know, my take with this club right now is I think it's, it's entertaining. I think um, as long as our starting pitching continues to give us chances to win and keep us in games – it's going to make everything else much better. So, you know, overall, I uh, feel pretty good about where we are. Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mosellock on sports on a Sunday morning. Thanks for the time. Good luck today as you go for the sweep at the ballpark. All right. Be well. Bye-bye. Be well. Back in a moment, it's 1143, the moms. Let's uh, give them their due credit on sports on a Sunday morning. If you want to jump in and say hi to mom, 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120 on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. 11.48 sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. 314-436-7900. James, is it okay if we open up the phone lines? 
314-436-7900, St. Louis, St. Louis County, and the surrounding area. And if you're outside the metro area, you can call us at 800-925-1120. Those numbers will all work just fine. 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. Anything you want to talk about it, but especially if you want to give a tribute to mom, we would love it. Uh, Mike wants to do that. He's our first caller. Mike, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, Tom. I'm calling you from sunny Sarasota. It's 82 degrees. I'm on my afternoon walk, and my mother lives in the St. Louis area, and with all due respect to mothers everywhere, my mom is number one. She's the best. And on behalf of my son, Christopher, my brother, Steve, I want to wish her a very happy Mother's Day. And uh, go Blues. Uh, I'm the number one fan in Florida. And uh, we're going to do it this year, and the Cardinals are too. So we're going to be the Tampa of uh, 2021. Oh my! They had their two championships. So we're going to we're going to be the Tampa. I, I've heard a lot of stuff from people that live in my area about how great Tampa is of a sports town, and I told them they have no idea. I got to go to a Cardinals game and a Blues game uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, there's nothing like it. Well, just wait till it's at full capacity again, and the place is awesome. Hey, Mike, before you go, tell us about your mom. What uh, what has she done for you in your life? Uh, tell us a story about your mom. I'll tell you what. If you had an hour, I would do it. Um, you know, our our family, like any other one, has had trials and tribulations through time. But you know, if you're giving grades to mother, she's an A plus. She aces every test. Uh, she's traveled back and forth to Florida to help me with some things. Uh, and, uh, she's, she's just amazing. An amazing person treats everyone with respect and love. And, uh, her name is Marilyn and, uh, just want to shout out a happy mother's day. I also want to say, I've listened to this show. I think since I've been five, I'm 50 now, and I, I'm 55 now. And, uh, I enjoy it every single Sunday. So thanks for all you guys do. Oh, I appreciate that very much. Thank you for the call, Mike. That's awesome. And uh, well, I'll say this about Tampa. You know, they've had a great run. I mean, the Lightning win the Stanley Cup. The Rays came very close to winning the World Series. The Bucks, of course, Tom Brady goes out there and takes the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl, which is an awesome story. And, you know, eventually those runs come to an end. So I would just sit back and if you're a Tampa fan or if you're just a sports fan, enjoy something like that. Just ask Boston. You know, just ask Boston about about those things. I mean, the Patriots are going to have a, an uphill battle, although I like their pick, Mac Jones. Red Sox are playing some really good ball right now. They were the first team to 20 wins, and they're 21-13. and 13. Uh, And then, you know, the, the Celtics with one of the great players uh, in all of ba- basketball in Jason Tatum, the St. Louisan, are always fun to watch. Uh, you know, they have a hockey team that is going to be interesting in the playoffs, although the Blues were able to go into Boston and take the Stanley Cup. And it was, you know, but that Boston is the town that was winning everything. And eventually, you know, they ran into a lull. They'll start to come back a little bit. I, I think if you look at St. Louis, it ranks up there with one of the great sports experience towns there is because the fans really do care uh, about, the future, uh, the present, but most importantly, the past. And that's nostalgia is a a very important part of the St. Louis experience because a lot of the players remain here and become part of the tradition here. And when that happens, it's almost like you're, you know, dedicating 
yourself to the uniform and all of the players that came before you. That's a, an important part of the experience. That's why you get that vibe from St. Louis uh, when you're here because people who live here tend to stay here. There are a lot of people who hand it down through the generations and all of that ties together. So you feel that when you're at a sporting event in St. Louis, what makes it different is you feel that generational connection especially when it comes to Cardinals and Blues, and in some cases, Billikens as well here in the city. But also, I think, you know, eventually the MLS team is going to be one of those teams, the St. Louis City SC, that's sort of handed down through the generations. Uh, Keith, you're on KMOX. It's great to be with you on Sports on a Sunday Morning. And here's the 3-2 pitch to my mom with all the kids on bases. It's all loaded up. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing, and it's a long one. It's at the track. It's out the wall. It's a grand slam, and he drives in the, she drives in all kids. It's a home run, a grand slammer. All right, Mom. Mom's got some power. <laughs> oh, there it is, live on KMOX. You got to hear it, too. Keith, that's a great call. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, you got to add sound effects to it. Thanks. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we do. I wish I had. Oh, I should have had some at the ready for you. <laughs> nice job, Hi. Keith. A little play-by-play call for his mom. Uh, sports on a Sunday morning wrapping up. Really nice visit there with Mike Schilt in the first hour. I appreciated that very much. And we also uh, heard a little bit uh, of the garage happy hour in the second hour with Cam Jansen and Andy Strickland. As the Blues are now in the playoffs and moving forward, they're going to be you know, a team that's got to figure out something really important, something that Brian Kelly and I talked about at the top of the show. At an important time, they're going to have to tell players when to rest because players are going to want to get out there and play, but they've got to not only rest, but they have to somehow keep an edge because you can't just flip a switch at the start of the playoffs. They'll have to find a way to kind of jump back in there. That's for sure. And then, you know, I, I think Jordan Bennington is the key, as Cam and Strick brought up in our discussion and a great visit with John Mosaloc as well. Appreciate him at the bottom of the hour here on sports on a Sunday morning. Final couple of minutes. Demos, you're on KMOX. How you doing? Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, my name is Dennis. I'm from Springfield, Illinois, and I'm sitting outside right outside a ballpark in my car. And I just like to wish my mother up in heaven and wish my wife sitting next to me a very wonderful, happy mother's day. And happy Mother's to all of those mothers out there listening. A happy Mother's Day to them and to you, Dennis. Thank you so much for calling in from Springfield. Much uh, appreciated. That's wonderful. And uh, to all the moms out there, really, I mean, what you've done and continue to do for all of us, driving us to the ballpark, driving us to soccer games, taking us to the store to, to grab something that we need, taking us to the doctor, picking us up from school, teaching us, mentoring us, and really, you know, not only taking interest in us, but all of the people around us and all of the things that we're involved in and continue to be involved in, you made that not only us part of your life, but you've made all of those things and all those people part of your life. And moms are very, very important. It's a, an incredible job, an important job, 
and you're amazing in everything that you do. And we dedicate this show to the moms. A happy Mother's Day to everyone. So Cardinals are coming up at 1.15. It's a 12.20 pregame with Joe Pott. That is right around the corner. Adam Wainwright is the starting pitcher against the Colorado Rockies. And moving forward, the Cardinals, the number one team in the National League Central, number two team in the National League, have a final game against the Rockies, and we'll try to get this sweep and then after that, they're going to have a trip to Milwaukee. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Finally get a day off tomorrow after 17 straight. That'll be a welcome day off tomorrow. Then it's off to Milwaukee to play the Brewers for three as the Cardinals keep some separation in the division. Thanks for joining us on Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX for all of your phone calls, for all of your listenership. And the Cardinals are coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.